here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. All right, everybody, welcome to this edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside, as always, the lovely Damon McDonald. <laughs> lovely. That is a David Letterman-ism, actually. I love Dave. I used to watch Dave. Like I used, My summers used to be stay in the house, watch wrestling, uh, look for girls, uh, and watch Dave and uh, I love David Letterman. I was I was sad to see him go, and I was so happy that I got to see him before he left. When I was living in New York City, it was a shitty show for the most part. I think like Tom Brokaw was on or something. Tom who? Uh, who's who's the newscaster? Tom Brokaw is uh, that Tom his... Brokaw? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, and like the, the the guest musician was Bob Mold. Yeah, Bubbles from uh, what the the no not the the um oh God I can't believe um he's Minneapolis uh Jesus Christ I can't believe I can't remember uh, who's Scrooge who's Scrooge he's been around a long time anyway he's not bad you didn't like it eh not my cup of tea Damon I I, I think that our uh, musical preferences uh, contrast a bit but that's okay. that's okay I went to a concert last night Colin. Yeah, you told me ride, which I've never heard great. of. So it's like they're like big swirly guitars is the best way. Do you know who My Bloody Valentine is? Yes, I do. Okay, so think of them, um, but a little bit more. I don't want to say melodic, but um, in a similar vein, in a similar vein to that. And oh, my ears are still ringing. Um, you don't wear earplugs to concerts. <sighs> No, I'm a man. <laughs> no, I a man who is uh, not going to be hearing well in <laughs> a few say? years down the road. Uh, yeah, it was it was loud. It was it was, and there's that this whole crowd is, you know, guys my age and gals my age. Um, so like think like ninety like early ninety band, and uh, I'm thinking you know they're gonna they're gonna compensate for this. They're gonna, they're not gonna be so they were fucking loud. Holy shit. And not like you know, like you know, thrash metal loud, you know, but it was just this wall of sound that was hitting you and it was it was great. Nobody gives a shit about this. And listen, if you like ride and the show, God fucking bless you. But there was sort of a wrestling tie in because you there said was. that they played the old Midnight Express theme. Yeah. So uh you know the music that they play, you know, uh just on recording while they're setting up the stage in between bands. Yeah. And uh you know, you're just kind of milling around, drinking a beer, checking your phone, 
every once in a while they'll play a song that you're like, oh, I know that song. It's a good song. It's funny that they're playing that, whatever. And I'm listening, and it's a, you know, that drum machine, and then that kind of fade in and, and that comes at that. And I'm like, wait a minute. I fucking know this song. Who would, and it's, as it's going, it's, it's, it's the Midnight Express music. That is amazing. <laughs> right? So I'm like, I, I know that the music, that, that song was used for a movie that I never saw and I never will. So don't kill me. But, you know, I think, wrestling fans know that as you know the midnight expresses music um so it's just it was just a weird set of circumstances to have that there Do you, let me ask you this i know we're, we are so far off track right now but we're going to come back trust me are there songs that you like that you only like because of wrestling are there songs that i like that i only like because of wrestling i'm gonna probably give you, i'm gonna give you an example the boys are back in town thin lizzie great band Right, I would never listen to Thin Lizzy. If if you couldn't, oh come on, Damon, Thin Lizzy, the the the, the twin guitar harmonies. Oh, Grandpa, I don't like Thin Lizzy. Okay, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't listen to Thin Lizzy. They're not my thing. So, but the boys are back in town. I'm I'm listening to that every time because I think of the Freebirds. Right, <laughs> um, and there's like all kinds of like these little Southern rock things. Like there's a Ted Nugent song that I think of that was used in like a video montage in I think in Memphis or something. And I, I, I think it's, I don't know the name of the song, but it's like, uh, it's a free for all. I know what you're talking about. Okay. That song. So I would never listen to that song yet. I, I will listen to it because it reminds me of wrestling. I understand that. I understand that. I don't have anything that jumps uh, to mind immediately. But uh, I'll get back to you on that. I'm sure that there's at least one example of a, a song that I would never listen to normally, but because it's wrestling associated, I dig it. Probably so. Grab Them Cakes by Junkyard Dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I can't even think of how that goes. You don't have Grab Them Cakes goes? No, I don't. Grab Them Cakes is fucking great! <laughs> I'm, I'm going to YouTube that right after we're done here. Do it. Do it. It's, it's, and, and also do... Um, Slicks Jive Soul Bro, the video for that is... Oh, oh my God. I used to have the old Pile Driver VHS. You know what I'm talking about? It was yeah, all yeah. music videos. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I remember watching that at my grandmother's house back when I was a little kid. Oh, the, man. The best thing in all... I, this is so far off the rails, but who cares? Um, the best thing in that era era was um, Land of a Thousand Dances, right? Mm-hmm. And the one shot of like the, the cameras panning everybody in the crowd, right? And it's Orndorff doing the kissing of the muscles to the beat of the music. He's, he has his biceps flexed, and he's just kissing the like each individual bicep to the beat of the music. I fucking love that. Well, he was Mr. Wonderful. He certainly was. And Coco Beware had a great voice, by the way. Just saying. What did he do? He did pile. He did the yeah. He did, he, he did pile driver, which was one of the greatest music videos of all time. Oh my god! All, all the wrestlers are working oh, on this construction time. site. Come on. Yeah. Wait, so um, another great song that reminds me of wrestling, like, and it's a great song. I'm telling you, if I were a psychiatrist, I would just like have people sit on the couch, and then I would just push play with this song because it's impossible to not be in a good mood after you hear the song. The bird. Yeah, the bird. the bird. I I defy you to not tap your toes while listening to the bird. It's impossible. <laughs> 
Wow, that you you would make a great psychologist, Damon. I would go to you. <laughs> I would, and I, and then now, uh, kind of going full circle. Did you uh, did you get a chance to listen to uh, watch me whip, watch me nay nay? Oh my god, that was my homework for the week, and you know what? I totally neglected it. Oh, I can't get that stupid song out of my head. My wife's singing it twenty four hours a day, and then we just joke about. It. Are you whipping? <laughs> no, I'm a little nay-naying right now. <laughs> I got I got to start writing post-it notes for all, all these instructions that you give me during yes. these episodes because, man, my life is just so discombobulated right now, much like this podcast is right now. <laughs> but we do have a lot to talk about. We 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 we've got uh, two big pay-per-views coming up. Of course, September 23rd, Wednesday, Destruction in Okayama, and uh, September 27th on Sunday, Destruction in Kobe. Now, originally, we were gonna have Donald Trump on the show to give us his predictions for the for for these shows, but. Mr. Trump is still very upset that Shibata did not win the G1 Climax. He's a big Shibata fan. So I'm thinking maybe to make up for that next week, we're going to have Bernie Sanders on to uh, review the show. So we'll keep everyone posted on that. But for now... I, what? Really? For now, I it's had just, no idea. I didn't, I didn't see those notes. Oh, Damon, trust me. I've, I've, got, oh, I, 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 I've got big plans for this podcast that you don't even know about. I don't. But anyway, okay, so this Wednesday, Destruction in Okiyama, big card here. Why don't we go right through the whole thing and uh, give our predictions, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. Now, there were some these these, you know, basketball gym spot shows that were earlier this week, and there was one today um, as we record this Sunday morning. Um, we're literally hand-waving it. We're, we're blowing by it. I watched it. There's nothing to say, right? So I'm not going to sit here and bore you with, yeah, that was a, a two-star match, and that was a three-star match. There was nothing to say. Trust me on that. Skip so it. it was nothing like the uh, 9-11 show that, that we both thought was great. I thought the 9-11 show was very good, and as you, know, you can look back on the previous show and and hear our reviews of that. that was, I thought that was a solid show. I thought it was fine. Um, this show... There was nothing. Um, just to give you a taste, you got a Cody Hall, Doc Gallows uh, tag team. <laughs> oh. they're, gonna, they're gonna do that to us. Um, it, the building looked like it was 107 degrees in there. Did Doc Gallows wave his cock? It, you know what? I didn't see once. Really? No, no, I didn't see. No, there were there was no. And again, I was half paying attention to be truthful, but I didn't see any. But it, the building looked like it was a, a an oven. Um, everybody was waving fans and towels and flip flops. I saw one lady fanning herself with her flip flop. It was so hot. Oh my god! Um, so they were doing nothing. N- nobody was doing nothing. Um, you know, do you do you want to go over the show? We don't have to go over. The I show. think that we should get into the d- destruction in Okiyama show. Our predictions right let's here, do, right now. Let's let's do that because yeah. I, that this other show would bore you to death. All right, let's do it. Okay, so the first match here, the opening match, we're going to have Tanaka, Kamatsu, Yuji Nagata, and Shibata taking on the team of Jay White, David Finley, Nakanishi, and Tetsuya Naito. Uh, Damon, what, what do you have to say about this opening match here? What are, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, nothing stands out except... Of course, the interaction between Shibata and Naito. Yeah, that's the, I think that's what that's what everybody's kind of locking their 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 sights on. 
when it comes to this match. Everything else is is kind of throwaway. Yes, you could sit there and, and see how the, the young Lions progress. Yes, you could have a stopwatch to see how long it takes. Not going to easy to get from one side of the ring to the other. Um, hey, now. Let me tell you something. That guy, <laughs> I, I understand legendary status, and I understand everybody you know paying respect to, to, to the big guy, but... I could take his offense, right? <laughs> I think I think a wilted dandelion could take his chops. He is just he just shouldn't be in the ring. It's pretty pathetic, I will admit. Oh, it, like when he charges from one side of the ring to the other, like turnbuckle to turnbuckle, you could time it with a calendar. It's slow and plodding, and his chops are weak. I. I I tell you what, one of the takeaways from this this show this morning, uh, I thought that the, the the guy was in there longer than he should have been. You would think that in this type of match, uh, the the young lions, if you will, that he's in the ring with, uh, would take you know the brunt of the offense, the defense, do a lot of the work, and he just kind of stands there like a tree and tags in when necessary. He was in there a lot more than he should have been in, um, taking. Uh, I put it in air quotes, bumps, um, you know, laying in his hard chops and going turnbuckle to turnbuckle. I thought he was going to have a heart attack. Uh, it, I, he shouldn't be in there that long. So this match, yes, you can see if he survives. You can see the progress of Young Lions, which is always fun and entertaining. And then, of course, the big takeaway is Shibata and Aito interaction. Yeah, basically, this is just going to give us a taste of uh, what we're going to see at the, the following Sunday's Destruction Show uh, between Shibata and Naito. Moving along here, up the card is... Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. You, didn't, you didn't give me your number. Are you excited for this? Not excited? Scale of 1 to 10. Not really. Just, you know, uh, average level excitement just to uh, see the interaction between Shibata and Naito. I, I, I really don't have any... Uh, deeper thoughts about this match. Other than that, it's just kind of eh. For it's it's just there for me. You know what a, I mean? A solid four. You're giving it. Yeah, a four. Okay, a four. I, I, I'm on the same page. A four. But like I was saying before, you so rudely cut me off, Damon. I know. I Jeez, do. Like, I'm sorry. We're we're professionals here. I'm actually really excited about this tag match here. The team of Mascara Dorada and Jushin Thunder Liger taking on Red Dragon. I think that this is going to be a cool match. I do too. I, I, I do. I really like this. This uh, on paper, um, Red Dragon, one of the best tag teams in the world, taking on arguably one of the the best flyers in 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 the business. Minus you know a lot of the Lucha Underground guys who are probably going to run away with that this year when it comes to award season. But uh, Dorada and Liger is an interesting you know little tag team, little little change of pace, so to speak. Um, I'm interested to see this. For me. This is a this is a six six seven. I I, I think this this has the potential to be a really fun match, real a, a lot of fun. Let me ask you this now. I know that there has been some rumblings about the future of Red Dragon. Um, it's doubtful, but do you think that we could possibly see some? Uh, disagreement shall we say between Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly in this match or would that be an angle that Ring of Honor would exclusively have great question um i i feel that there it'll be separate i don't think there'll be any bleed over into this event i think so too but um there is an interesting side note not to say that uh, and, and this might be, have more to do with our 
predictions for the Kobe event. Uh, reading online and uh, seeing some information that uh, Red Dragon did not wear the IWGP Tag Team Championship gold at the TV tapings last night in San Antonio for Ring of Honor. Interesting. Interesting. Now, right. I'm not saying it's going to happen on this particular match, but possibly, and I'll say that in a higher pitch voice if I possibly could, possibly um, you might see some interesting things a few days later in Kobe. Yeah, both of these guys, Bobby Fish and especially Kyle O'Reilly, have had uh, one hell of a 2015. So uh, it's it, it's going to be interesting to see what the future holds for this great tag team that I think um, a lot of people are going to have in their list for tag team of the year. I was just about to ask, tag team of the year? Yeah, yeah. For my money, you know, you know, it, it's it, it's it's funny because the. Uh, the sentimental uh, side of me wants to give it to the Young Bucks just because they're the Young Bucks. But, you know, lo- logically, I want to say that Red Dragon, Fish, and O'Reilly are Tag Team of the Year. Yeah, I'm going – I'm leaning that route. Um, I think there are a few other tag teams out there um, that might pique people's interests. I think the New Day is probably one of those that – has more exposure than Red Dragon and might get more votes when it comes to the year-end awards. That's but, just because they're funny, though. Yeah, I mean, but they've they've also been able to, you know, make chicken salad out of chicken shit. I mean, they are the best thing about that company right now, arguably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I I I find them. Th- fine and 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 entertaining and fun and yeah they are one of the few bright spots in that company but um when it comes to year-end awards i I think that that's that's competition that that's competition for red dragon that red dragon gets my vote but i I, you know a a team like new day is when it comes to award season is one of those that that's going to get a lot of votes yeah, if you're talking strictly about the in-ring product, the the, the pro wrestling, I'm going to give it to Fish and O'Reilly. Yeah, absolutely. So moving up the card further here, we have the NWA Junior Heavyweight title on the line here. Steve Anthony defending against Tiger Mask. What do you think? Title change? I was actually going to uh, go with that. Yeah, I, th- I, I think oh. that we're going to see Tiger Mask walk away with the uh, NWA Junior Heavyweight title. Wow. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't care <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, and that's you know sorry NWA peeps but it, uh, it doesn't look like anybody's really giving a shit about the NWA. Well, the thing is, the NWA is really more of an idea than an actual thing that exists. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like yeah, I agreed, and 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 it's hard to get excited over that and. I don't think there will be a title change here. Um, I I hope this is a decent match. My excitement level for this is below five. It's it's tepid at best. It, it, Tiger Mask, when he wants to, can have a decent match. I can't imagine this being anything great. Um, no, I um, I'm I'm going to be honest and 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 say that that my excitement level is is barely reg- registerable and not excited for this 
mm, maybe a four. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to give it a four or a five. I, would you be thrilled that this NWA thing just kind of faded away? I mean, I don't care one way or the other. Um, if it if it went away, um, I, I I don't think anyone's going to miss it. Is anyone out there? You know, for for all of our listeners, please, you know, let us know. Are, w- would you be sad if this NWA relationship with New Japan just ended? I, yeah, I don't think anybody would really. I don't even think anybody would notice. You know, I don't think anybody would 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 would. I don't think anybody would. That's the sad part about it. I don't think anybody would even notice. Yeah, I I, I don't think so either. Because like, really, what is the NWA right now? Tell me. I I, I can't give you an answer. What is it? Well, I mean, they run, you know, the, the, under the NWA banner. You know, there's a, a lot going on in the Texas area, but yeah, uh, it's the NWA it's, has been dead for a long time now. Right, we all know. We right. I mean, you can't. Nobody's disputing that fact. I just, I know it helps the NWA. It has to help the NWA. There has to be, aside from the name and the idea that that you so eloquently talked about. It's it's hard to to have like I'm really having difficulty even coming up with a reason to to have it, you know why the relationship that is like I just I aside from the NWA benefit benefiting and maybe you know maybe I shoot an email to Bruce Tharp or something and say hey you know what is this relationship how how does this exactly help you guys other than name recognition like what no one would care no one would care Bruce Tharp's a good care. guy though. Yeah, I mean, seems like it. I mean, just in this the small, you know, online banter that I had with him, and he seems like a good dude. He's but... like the last old school, like classic heel manager figure, like left out there. I think I can't think of many others. Paul Heyman. Uh no, Paul's. I'm I'm talking about <laughs> like a like a Southern style, like yeah. yeah. Well, know. I'm sure there's lots of indie guys out there, but yeah, um, yeah, probably. But like I, the most prominent one was probably. Bruce Tharp. Yeah. I, and I like him. I, li- I like, I, I do enjoy his shenanigans at ringside, but I can't believe we're spending 10 minutes talking about the NWA, but yeah, I don't think anybody would care if they, if, if they quietly went off into the sunset and this relationship dissolved, I don't think anybody would mind. This next tag match here, I, I think is actually pretty interesting on paper. We have the team of Matt Seidel and Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on Tama Tonga and Bad Luck Fale. What do you think about this? Hmm. I like it. It, it. you know, Fale is not one of my favorites, but he serves his purpose, I guess, um, in, in the Bullet Club. He's the falling coconut. The falling coconut. <laughs> I still can't believe that that's the actual name of his flop off the rope i love it um again this this, what this does is this helps set the stage for kobe with uh tanahashi defending his briefcase against fale uh i'm excited to see matt seidel i'm excited to see what he brings to the table and and giving uh some additional spark to the juniors division you know he's in line for that junior shot against kushida which sadly i think helps kind of set the stage for you know Kushida against Omega I I think that kind of spells out exactly where that match is going but Seidel Tanahashi uh, hey and and last week I was talking about how you know let's see Tama Tonga uh, come up big and he's got some nice dancing partners so 
yeah, I'm curious to see how this goes. Um, I would I would give this a six. It's a above average temperature um, for my excitement level. I'm I'm I, I'm looking forward to this one. I'm right there with you. I'd give it a six or a seven. I think that the team of Seidel and Tanahashi is uh, very interesting on paper. And let's see if uh, Tamatanga, you know, let's let, let, let's hope that uh, he gets some decent in-ring time here in this match. And, uh, you know, like I've been saying for weeks here, he's one of the most underutilized, underrated guys that New Japan has right now. And uh, I really want to see him step up in the next year and, uh, you know, prove that he is uh, superior um, to the to the Takahashis and the Gallows of the world. And speaking of which, this next match, it, it, it kind of gives me irritable bowel syndrome just looking <laughs> at it. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. For the IWGP tag team titles, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson defending against the team of Kojima and Tenzan. Oh, my Woo! God. Woo! Damon. What? Just... You, you're pumped up for this one? You're, oh, you juiced up for this one? I, I almost want to cry. You're, you're, you're going to be at the edge of your, your couch. Oh, my God. It's going to be, what is it, four in the morning, and I'm going to hear the screams all the way from my house. You rooting on. <sighs> so involved and, and emotionally invested in this match. I can't wait to hear you. I can't wait to hear your review and how excited. I can't wait to lead off with this next week. I can't I, I, I'm going to be in the bathroom chugging Pepto-Bismol during this match. That, that, that's the way it makes me feel when, when, when I look at it on the screen here. Um, what are your thoughts about you? Seriously, honestly, what are your thoughts about it? This is of everything on both shows. Everything on both shows. This is my least, <laughs> the, 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 the least interested I could possibly be. I agree. In fact, truth be told, I will, this will be, the like if you had stats that could measure this this will be the match in which my phone gets used the most right this is when i'm checking work emails this is when i'm uh scouring uh the internet this is when i'm uh communicating with friends and family online this is when i'm uh you know doing just about everything and then occasionally i'll look up at the screen to see Doc Gallo shaking his cock belt. <laughs> this is this is what I this is how I see that morning progressing. I see me making a, maybe a, a cup of uh, tea or maybe having a uh, a breakfast sandwich that I make myself, delicious. Maybe a little bacon. Uh, Whoa! So you make like homemade breakfast sandwiches? I stink. I, I rarely do that. <laughs> Still, that, that's that's pretty awesome. Oh, well, you know, uh, I, I'm quite the culinary uh, connoisseur. You know, you know, one of my favorite things, one one of my guilty pleasures for breakfast is, I love to go uh, to the local bagel shop and I get a whole wheat everything bagel with lox bread. I love lox bread. Wow, I know, Jeez. fancy, right? No, that's that's a, that's a lot going on there. That's a that's a flavor explosion, Colin. Yeah, I know that, that that's what I did this morning actually. But right before we uh, hit the record button, I had just finished my whole wheat everything bagel with lox bread, and it was delicious. And, Unlike. Uh, Un, as we as we tie in, yeah. Unlike this tag match, <laughs> but you know what's funny it though? Won't be you know, delicious. You know what's funny? I guarantee you that there is one odd duck out there who is probably saying, "Man, I'm really excited about this Kojima Tenzon tag team." I, I guarantee it. There's like one person out there, just like that that Takahashi fan that you ran into. There's yeah. one person who's probably like 
really psyched about this Ten Cozy tag team. I guarantee it. There's also one person that I know that likes Dream Theater. Doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll have you know that I have seen I, I've seen Dream Theater four times now, and you know it, it was a capacity crowd each time. I'm sure it was. Look, it, I have no interest in this, and I and I know we're spending five minutes dancing around it, but it I, I can't imagine anybody sitting there, you know, right now listening to this, saying to themselves. Just like as you described, man, uh, they're really shitting all over Gallows and, and, and Bullet Club and Tank. We uh, should really give them a sh- Stop it. Stop. Stop it. You're out of your mind. This match, it's just, we've seen it before. It's it's stale. It's, it's tired. It's with guys that uh, you know you're, you're going to see. You're going to see the Gallows and, and Tenzon's banging into each other 500 times and you're going to it's just not going to be good you know it's not going to be good stop kidding yourself stop trying to to, to find the silver lining and shit there is sometimes, no silver lining no sometimes a piece of shit is a piece of shit <laughs> this is a piece of shit <laughs> yeah there there there's not going to be a hidden little diamond in in no! in, in, in the turd there, stop not looking for, well he did he he really worked the crowd with stop it this is terrible. This is not going to be good. You know it. I know it. Just let's just—it's not going to be good. Okay, I, so, go ahead. Watch, watch it be like four and a half stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch it be the match of both nights. Like, watch it. Watch it completely blow everything else out of the water. Uh, listen, if it does, then then egg on my face, Colin. Yeah, we're going to be eating some crow next yeah. week, probably. <laughs> But, I doubt it. I, I, I doubt it. Before I'm, we both have a brain aneurysm here, I think we should really move on and should, stop but, talking about this match. Um, I, just let me just give me one more one more thought. From, oh God, what one no, more from thought you, from you? I'm, I'm asking you. Yes. What, what do you think the possibilities are of of that doing exactly what we mentioned? Zero. <laughs> okay. Was, was that a serious sure. question? Yes, that's a serious question. Zero. Do you think there is a sliver of hope that this match could be the best match of the weekend? Or no, the, uh, they're, the, they're going out there for a paycheck. <laughs> okay. Which, you know, I, I mean, essentially that's what we're all doing. We're just going out there for a paycheck, but... <laughs> all right, then let's make this a little bit more difficult. Uh, do you think there is a sliver of hope that this match, universally, universally better than... Three and a half stars. This is going to be at the most, at the very most, it's going to be a two and a half star match. Okay. All right. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say this is going to be a three star match. Whoa, Mr. Hot Take McDonald here. <laughs> well, you're, you're shitting all over. You're shitting all over more than I am. I'm saying this is going to be three stars. I mean, when you take a look, you, know, you give Meltzer's, you give, you give the, the, the Voices of Wrestling crew, our take, you know, everywhere you kind of collectively get the opinions. I'm going to say three stars, right? You're going to say, what, two and a half? Two and a half stars at the oh. most. Okay, on average, we're looking at, right? Okay. We're, we're, so we got, a, we got a half star swing. All right. This, this is going to be it. Now I'm interested for this match. Now, you know what? Now I am, too. With you. Now I'm excited for this match. Now <laughs> I can't wait to fucking see this match, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm ready to go now. Wow, the the Puro cast is like the the Paul Heyman of podcasts. We can sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman wearing white gloves. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. That was a good one. I like that one. All right, let's move on. 
But yeah, please, for the love of God, let's move on here. But I'll tell you what, this next match, oh, I'm just looking at it, and it's just a big clusterfuck. I mean, it it could be good, but here, here it is. Alex Shelley, Taguchi, Captain New Japan, Honma, and Goto taking on the team of Trent Beretta, Rocky Romero, Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, and Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm going to tell you right now, my interest in this match is maybe a four or five just for the Nakamura-Goto interaction. Yeah, it's that's a lot there. That's a, that's a mix match. And doesn't mix this match? feel like, like, like this should be a little lower on the card maybe? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um, the, the, they... They stuck it on the card. This this is exactly what it was. It was let's it's get just as many there. people as we yeah let's get as many people as we can in in the ring at the, at the same time just so we can get them on the show. It feels like, um, yeah, we're gonna get deeper into this in in a moment or two. But these multi man tags, shooey, they're they're meaningless. That's the biggest problem. They're meaningless. It's it's a meaningless match. And and I understand that these. The, the real meaning behind these matches are, you know, it's to continue and to gain interest in the the matches that will follow later on in the week. But it's hard. It's hard to get excited over something like this. It's hard to it's hard to find a reason to give a shit. And and time and time again, these multi man tags have diluted everyone's give a shit. And it's 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 hard. There's, I guess, the biggest thing to look for is who's taking the fall. So, so what are the teams again? Give me the teams again. The teams are Alex Shelley. Taguchi. He's not taking the fall. He's not taking the fall. Taguchi. Taguchi uh, might take the fall. Captain New Japan could definitely taking, take the I fall. I think he's. I think he's odds-on favorite right there for that team. Go ahead. Honma. Probably not. Uh, Goto. Goto's not taking the fall. Yeah. Okay. Again. Versus uh, Beretta and Rocky Romero. Probably not. Yoshihashi, maybe. Yeah, I think there's as your leaning candidate for that side. Tomohiro Ishii and Nakamura. Those two guys aren't taking the fall. Okay, so to me, it's between Captain New Japan and, and Hashi. <laughs> or, 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 or Hanma and Hashi. Yeah, I think I think I think Hanma isn't doing it. He's protected by the other people in the ring. So it's it's so for me, it's Captain New Japan versus uh, Yoshihashi. Let, let let me ask you this. Who's winning? Uh, Captain New Japan or New. Um, I want to say that Yoshihashi wins. Actually, all right, <laughs> all right there you go. Uh, going out on a limb. All right, so Captain New Japan takes the fall. Great. Okay. Yeah, Captain New Japan is going to take the fall. But I wanted to ask you just, just, just because he's featured in this match, one of the most like uh, guys that I, I, I could give the least fucks about on the New Japan roster is Taguchi. Like this guy, like like ninety percent of his offense is ass based. <laughs> um, I don't. I I just I, I just don't get him. Like, how, how do you feel about Taguchi? He he appeals to the kids. Um, you know, it's weird because when he was when when he was in uh, Apollo Fifty Five with with uh, Devitt, I I liked him. I I I I really did. I I I can't say I was of the biggest fan, but I I thought he was solid. I thought he was you know something. You know, he, I thought he was a bright spot on the card. I, I did, and maybe that was misguided. But boy, yeah. Uh, it, again, comedy, right? Yeah, comedy wrestler. That, so we're, we're right, right there, you got to, you got to strike with me. Um, 
the butt offense. I mean, they call it the rear view. Ugh. <laughs> I had to. It's all right. Um, it's just not my thing, man. You know, it's 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 it is pro wrestling, and you know, you are suspending your disbelief a lot of times, but I I just can't get behind legitimate athletes. Again, air quotes getting any type of of you know i can't believe ass base offense hurts anybody <laughs> i guess that's a point point you know like it's it's comedy it's 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 comedy and it's not something that i'm necessarily into when and especially his brand and here's another thing i don't what the fuck does what is it something something garfunkel what is it garfunkel what y- yeah it's, it's that's a saying like it's um Oh, I, I just wrote an article about it, and I can't even remember what a, the fuck. A saying with with yeah, Garfunkel in it. Yeah, so on his shirt, it's and and um, like is like one of his catchphrases is something something Garfunkel. Oh, come on, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna use the the the. I'm gonna get an intern on this to see if uh, they can find this. Uh, okay. So yeah, but it's like it's it's like what is it? Oh, people are screaming at me. It's this. It's that. Um, when I find it, I'll, uh, Garfunkel. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it makes no sense. It's like, uh, I can't I think it. I know what you're talking about actually, but yeah, it's like, um, what exactly? Oh my, oh, how can I forget? Oh my. And Garfunkel. Oh my Garfunkel. Oh, oh my. And Garfunkel. Oh my. And Garfunkel. That's literally Correct. what it says. Correct. It's, that's, it's like his catchphrase. Huh? Oh my. And Garfunkel. I guess it's a Japanese thing. I, yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I guess. Like I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't even know where we're going with this. <laughs> right? I'm I not sure where we're going with this either. You know, what I, mean? I don't even know where what 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 that would mean in the context of his character. But yeah, I'm not into. I'm not into him. To answer your question. Speaking of comedy, this next match, I think I, I'm actually kind of looking forward to because I think we're going to see some uh, funny shenanigans here. We, we, we've got the team of Yano and Okada taking on Cody Hall and AJ Styles. Um, this, I, is exa- this is exactly the same match that was <laughs> this morning, except you're replacing the worst wrestler in the world, world with the best wrestler in the world. <laughs> right, so it's the exact same match minus th- that component. I, I I could I'm looking forward to some some funny Yano and AJ Styles interactions here. I guess I mean to me it seems like a giant waste of AJ. Oh, it is. And and Okada, but you know it's there to once again, you know, paint the picture for the, you know the the, the Kobe event. <sighs> what is it now, Yano and and uh, Okada? Yano and and Okada versus Cody Hall and AJ Styles. Oh, fuck. Ah. Yeah, fuck. Indeed. Man, that, that, that's, that really ruins the match for me. <laughs> that really does. Oh, God, what a fucking letdown here in that. Who would you rather uh, team with uh, AJ Styles? Um... I mean, it's got to be a Bullet Club guy, and it's not going to be. Kenny I would, Omega. I would almost rather Takahashi if he were still, uh, still active. Yeah. yeah. Who would I rather have? Because at least we would get to see, uh, you know, one, one of the girls. <laughs> you pervert. Uh, um. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? He's he's 
it's it, it is what it is. He's got to he's the only guy left, right? At that point. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's 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 what we got. Um I I guess this will be very good when Okada and and AJ are in the ring, obviously. I don't think that's any surprise. Uh, it could be it could be I'm excited for this match, but then when I think about fucking Cody Hall in there, it really sinks my interest. I would rather if they flew in his father and had had him team with it. I think that would make things a lot more interesting. I think what would be interesting if he would actually make the flight. Like if people had that's is he going to make this trip or not? Um, I'll give it a six. It's the the tag element really really kills it for me. Cody Hall kills it for me. Yano is Yano, and he's going to do his thing. It's all about Okada and AJ in the ring at the same time. Hopefully, they'll be in there forever. Hopefully, here, hopefully here's, what ha- here's what happens. Introductions, they come to the ring. Cody Hall trips and falls on a mat, breaks his ankle. Right? He can't wrestle, and AJ's got to have a handicap match. That would be perfect. Wow, you like, 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 like non- not not kayfabe here either. Like you want no, Cody Hall to really injure I himself. Really, I don't really. You're a terrible person, man. I know. I feel terrible saying that, but uh, no. But that would that would be like if chaos somehow got involved and and took out Cody Hall. Just in some way, if we can find a way to eliminate Cody Hall from this match, I would be more than thrilled, and my excitement level would definitely be up. Well, a match that uh, I I'm, am more excited about is this next one for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title, Kushida defending against Kenny Omega. Um, I think this is going to be an, an awesome rematch. Looking forward is, to it. Yeah, this is where, you know, you kind of perk up in the chair and wipe the sleep from your eyes and say, okay, you know, the show starts. This is going to be good. This is a rematch from... This is the, this is the first time these two have uh, locked horns since uh, Kushida beat Omega, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, there's a lot on the line. Do I think Omega wins? Nope, I don't. Uh, I think Kushida defends and successfully. But I think this match, to this point, this is my most, you know, my meter has risen, so to speak. I'm giving this a solid nine. I'm going nine. Very excited for this one. This should be good. I'm hoping uh, Omega doesn't do so much character and does more, you know, Kenny Omega. Let's 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 wrestle as yeah. opposed to Kenny Omega. Let's stick broomsticks up people's asses. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I was just I, I was I just watching a, a a gif of that the other day for some reason. I don't yeah. know why. I don't. I don't know a lot of people that would enjoy the Kenny Omega broomstick up the ass guy, but um, yeah, I, I that that was probably a low mark when it comes to Kenny Omega and, and uh, his run at New Japan. Hopefully, this uh, will be the opposite of that. Uh, you, you excited for this one? Yeah, I'm very excited, and it's it's interesting because every match that comes before this on the card, it's almost like the the entire undercard below this like is is like a a, just a random road to house show. Like that's what it kind of feels like to me. Like every match that comes before this is just like, you know, it, 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 do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I do. And you know, it, I, I don't want to let the proverbial cat out of the bag, but that, that's kind of what I'm leaning toward when it comes to, when we talk about Cork and Hall, um, you, listen, it's it, everybody knows that these 
matches are throwaway matches. There's no reason to be emotionally invested in them. There's no reason to give a fuck, as Seven Seconds would say. Anybody gets that reference? You guys are all right. Um, But when you get into these single matches, you know, and again, this is a this is one of their bigger shows. So this is kind of like the business model that New Japan has developed. All all these other shows are meaningless, and then these sh- these shows, you know, these major shows are the shows that you're supposed to care about. And truth be told, it's not even until you get past intermission that you really need to pay attention, right? You know, th- yes, the the tag straps are on the line, uh, but this is the first match that I think everybody collectively can agree that. Okay, it's it's time to sit up in our chairs. It's time to really pay attention and time to, you know, give a shit about this match that's that's being presented one on one. These one on one matches they don't come every day, nowadays. So when they happen, they are special. So that's something to be said, you know, that single matches when they happen, special, and and you know that to give a shit. It's now time to pay attention and invest emotionally. Yeah, what what other promotion can you really say that about that like single matches are like almost a rarity and something really special that you should be paying attention to? I can't I can't think of any other promotion really. Right, and that's 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 the positive of the way that they book. It's the uh, silver lining as we were talking about earlier. There's your silver lining. But the flip side of that, Colin, is you're you 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 need a sickle to weak to, to to chop through all the bullshit that doesn't matter. Right? Yeah. So basically you're telling me that every other show you don't need to give a shit about. Okay, well that to me leads to you know people kind of shoulder shrugging, hand waving and kicking it to the curb. It's it, you know you you if you're worried about house shows and you're worried about interest level and you're worried about buzz and you're worried about you know keeping a promotion hot it's kind of hard to do that when it's you're basically telling people man you don't have to give a shit about this just wait until these six shows during the year then then give a fuck yeah and the proof is in the pudding the only road to show that i watched was that 9-11 one which we, we both agreed was very good but other than that i i just don't have the time or the energy to sit down and, you know, watch these random thrown together tag matches that have absolutely no meaning whatsoever. I I, I just don't have the patience for it. So until we get to these big shows, I'm kind of tuned out. Right. And here's the thing, though. These shows were never made available to you until really this year. Yeah. NJPW World. Yeah, you would never see these fucking shows. You would you would know these shows exist by one thing. Like a observer results page. It's the only reason you would know these these single cam, you know, community center basketball nets on each side of the ring you know, <laughs> shows. You would only know about them because you would read about them in the observer in the results pages. You would not see these shows, right? These would not be something that you would would go and contact fucking Jeff Lynch and his and his you know wrestling tape trading for. There would be no reason for it unless you were like a person who needed to have every, you know, you know, Yuji Nagata match. I do. There'd be no reason. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> there's a lot of people. I'm sure there's people that do. I've, you know what? I, I'm going to tell you what. I would pay five American dollars for a Yuji Nagata comp. If somebody can make me a Yuji Nagata comp, 
I'd buy it. Oh yeah, I, I think that's definitely w- w- worth a, uh, a a Lincoln for sure. <laughs> exactly. We'll give you a link. Um, we'll get you some business. <laughs> um, but again, these shows that we're talking about here, like the one that was these Road Two shows, you wouldn't know about them, right? And and we're watching them. And at first, it was excitement to see them, right? At first, it was, oh, my God, I can't believe we're actually seeing this. And how cool is the single cam? You're sitting, it feels like you're in the arena. It's just, all you got to do is make your own popcorn. Uh, do you do that? No. Um, you should. I, I, I barely put on pants when I watch these shows. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> Not that bad. Um, so, uh, yeah, you, no, nobody, you wouldn't even know these shows existed before. But now you do. And after the novelty of these things wear out, it's kind of like, okay, these shows are what these shows are. It's always been this way, guys. It's not like this is something fucking brand new, right? I, I will say that. It's not like, you know, they haven't always done this. But it's Cork and Hall that, that and again, we're going we're gonna to get there. I know we're, we're doing the old radio tease bit, but we're going to get there with this Cork and Hall stuff. Um it, it, I think that's a different story. I think it's a, that's a that's a that's a different thing. Uh, but these these spot shows in the middle of you know some farming town um, in the middle of Japan, where the biggest thing is is you know who knows what 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 possibly are they doing out there? So when New Japan comes to town, it's you know let's let's go. But we're watching these shows, and it's it, it, you can see nothing special, nothing great, and it's hard to get. Yourself in, emotionally invested in shows like these. It's, I'll stop my rant. Yeah, it, it it's almost it kind of makes New Japan more special though because it, it they make you kind of wait for you know these these big uh, pay per view cards like you know besides the last uh, that that nine eleven show that I watched um, the last thing the last New Japan uh, show that I watched was the G one finals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so basically, I mean, when were the G1 finals? August, um, like the seventeenth. Yeah, August seventeenth. So, you know, technically, this is this is the first big uh, New Japan show that I'll that I'll have been watching since the G1 finals. So, in in, in that regard, it kind of make thing makes things a, a little more special. But, uh, you know, just going back to what we were initially talking about, Kushida versus Kenny Omega. Um, I'm going to give this a nine as well. I'm, uh, I, I think that this, this is going to be a four star match at the very least, maybe four and a half throwing snowflakes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm throwing I'm throwing some snowflakes out. I, uh, know that the fall weather hasn't even kicked in yet, but <laughs> throwing, throwing some snowflakes out and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this match. And, uh, this is where, this is where business picks up as a man in a black, uh, cowboy hat once said, John Wayne. Oh, sure. Jim Ross. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. This is, this is going to be a good match. Title change? No, 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 no title change. I, I, I see Kenny Omega in the next year moving up to the heavyweight division. Yeah, I, I do too. Uh, I, I've said this before that I, Kenny Omega is not here to be a junior. So, yep, good, good work. Um, I think this should be fine, more than fine. It should be, should be great. And uh, super excited for this particular match. What's next? 
Next, finally, is the main event for the Never Openweight Championship, right. a match that I think is going to be excellent. We have got Togi Makabe defending against Kota Ibushi. And the interesting thing about this, I, I love the the contrasting styles that we've got going on here. On, on one side, we've got you know Kota Ibushi, who can do all the high-flying. He can do all the stiff sort of uh, karate esque uh, maneuvers and then we've just got the big bruiser Toki Makabe and I think that is going to make for a very interesting match and we've even gotten you know some sneak previews of uh, what these guys are capable of doing in the ring together on uh, these road two shows and I think that this is going to be a very you know an, an excellent match and I, I think that people sometimes forget that Toki Makabe he's a great wrestler he is I agree I, I think he's He's one of those guys that's not under the radar, but people, again, I think you used the, the perfect phrase, seem to forget that this guy has the capability of putting together a really, really good match. Now, two things that I'm concerned about with Colin. Okay. One, uh, these guys had a, a G1 match that I felt in a big spot, Sumo Hall, for me, kind of underdelivered. Kind of left a little bit on the table. I don't even so, remember it. Exactly. So with that said, it's something that is in the back of my mind. You know, is 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 this style mesh? You know, I'm excited for it. You're excited for it. There's lots of people that are excited for it. Is it going to work? That's number one. Number two. Looking through the uh, interwebs, you'll find. Um, the good man Striga, he's known as S-T-R-I-G-G-A on Twitter. He's a big New Japan guy. He's a big pro wrestling guy. Um, he's uh, he's uh, one of those guys that I follow and uh, and uh, have uh, respect for because he's he seems to have a head on his shoulders. Uh, let me let me read a direct quote if you don't mind. Go for it. This is from Striga at Striga Kids Striga. Kota Ibushi missed this weekend's DDT pros, uh, DDT Pro shows due to, and in quotes, poor physical condition. No further details given. This was seven hours ago. Wow. Well, what do you make of that? Well, again, this could be anything from a cold to... Uh, you know, a broken foot. Who knows? And, and, I, and I, again, I, I don't, I'm not saying it's a broken foot. Relax. I'm not, I don't know what it is. Who knows? Nobody knows. It's, I just give an example. My point being is that, you know, one side of the coin says maybe he's being overcautious knowing what he's got ahead of him, you know, coming this week. So he's saying, hey, you know what? I got this bump and bruise. I think it might be wise if I kind of sit out these DDT shows, guys. Uh, because this is what I got on the table. Sorry. I can't imagine DDT being too thrilled with that. Um, the other flip side is the, the old Japanese pro wrestling mentality of, you know, you got to saw off my, my arm before I, you know, admit that I'm taking a night off, right? So, I don't know. This, this, this might play a factor in the match coming up this week. Who knows how severe this injury is? It's, it was this poor physical condition, and again, that's exactly how it was described as, in quotes, poor physical condition. Could mean anything, right? But 
I worry that something like this could, if it's going to have him sit out, could be a little bit more serious than we thought. Now, we said the same thing about Shinsuke Nakamura, didn't we? We did. G- but that was G1. Bit different. Yep. Big different, yeah. That was G1. This, this, this has me concerned. This, this is something that I think people should um, keep an eye on moving into the show. Do you think that maybe this is Kota Ibushi kind of just conserving his energy for this New Japan match and just kind of being like, oh, man, it, these DDT shows, you know, I, I, I want to put on the best possible performance at Destruction, so I'm just going to kind of sit these out. I, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think his mindset is I'm going to, uh, you know, if, if he's sitting out, if he's being pulled from a show and he's going to the, to the, to the uh, promoters of the show and going to the DDT brass and saying, hey, I'm hurt and I can't work, it leads me to believe that it's more serious than not. I, I, it's just not in the mentality to conserve, you know, to say, hey, you know what? I have this thing later on in the in the week that's not for you, <laughs> right? That's not it's, it's not for you, DDT. It's for New Japan um, to say, you know, I, I'm, I could probably work, but I'm hurt, and I'm going to just kind of coast into this week to conserve my energy. That's really not the mindset that they have that, I, that, I, that I'm aware of. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, no, I think... I, I lean more toward it's a little bit more serious for him to sit out than, hey, you know what? You know, I play for the Philadelphia Eagles and I tweaked my hamstring in, in, in camp or in, or in practice and uh, I'm questionable. I'm going to sit out this preseason game. That's, that's not what we're doing here. I don't think this is the, the case. Let me ask you this question, and this is something that has been uh, debated amongst New Japan fans for a while now. If Kota Ibushi signed an exclusive NJPW contract, gave up this DDT business. Do you think that they would sort of uh, give him the keys to the kingdom, so to speak? You know, on the surface, I say no. Um, on, on the surface, I say no. But when you say keys to the kingdom, top guy. Yeah, top like four guy. possible I, I i think it's they would I, I, I think they would i don't i i can't say that they would or they wouldn't because I, I i i i don't know but if you're looking let's say five years down the road when the tanahashis of the world are you know kind of taking taking that legends role that backseat mid-card role right? depends on role yeah, right right <laughs> um and, and again, it's five years, a, a good guesstimate. You know, you, you, who else is there to take the place? So either you're going to have stale, old, battered, beaten Tanahashi in, in five years. Five years is a long pro wrestling time, guys. You know, five, five years may not seem like a long time. It's a long time pro wrestling-wise. Five years, maybe, you know, Nakamura. Is AJ still going to be around? Uh, AJ said that 42 for him is the magic number when he wants to hang it up. Okay. Again, it's pro wrestling. I'm sure Ric Flair said the same thing. Right? I'm sure Terry Funk said the same thing. I, th- I think he said the same thing in 82, right, in Japan. <laughs> I, I think AJ's different, though. I don't think you could, you could compare him to those guys. Well, I, I don't think so either. I, th- I think he's got a little bit – I think he's – and I don't know him, so 
I mean, I don't, who knows, but I, to me, he just seems like he's a little bit more uh, financially responsible than a Ric Flair, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> to say the least. Kamikaze's for everyone. <laughs> um, the, ever tell you that? Uh, I got to tell you that Ric Flair story. Oh, shit. Uh, do I do? I, I, I probably shouldn't do that now. Let's I'll save, save the, that. Save the Ric Flair story. Yeah. Ric Flair, uh, here's, here's the story. Ric Flair, Philadelphia, Marriott, Kamikaze's, I shouldn't be in a bar. We'll just leave it at that. Whoa! All right, that's that, right. that's kind of a good, uh, you know, a little, little tease, little tease, little tease, tease huh? for next time. Tease, little tease. Um, and um, no, never mind. If I ever do tell a story, I might leave that. <laughs> I, might, I might leave some details out. Whoa! With a, with a young lady. Um, this but is juicy. Okay. Yeah, it was. It, it really was too juicy to be quite honest with you. Anyway. Whoa. Um, <laughs> ugh. um okay. So um. Uh, what were you saying? Makabe and Ibushi. <laughs> I, I really, my mind literally went to that moment of, it was, it really was too juicy, Kyle. Yeah, once you, <laughs> it really was. <laughs> once you mentioned Ric Flair and too juicy, uh. I just literally, my whole, like, it was almost like I just went into like a time vortex and I wound up in the Marriott room, whatever. And okay. Next time. Here next time. All your, right, your your level of excitement for this match one to ten. I'm excited, and I said this before. I said this in the last podcast that this was the one match that I'm looking forward to, just about the most. It's a ten. I'm really looking forward to it. I have concerns. DDT injury aside, um, I, I I'm excited, but now my my eyeballs are really focused on this match to see if this injury had had anything to do. Or will have anything to do with uh, the quality that, that that hopefully this match has. Title change. Colin? Yes, yes or no? Yes! There will be a title change. I agree. Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I think this is his first step. I think the handwriting is on the wall. Uh, mark it down. Mark it down as a title change. Kota Ibushi going to be moving up in the world when he uh, captures the never open weight title from Togi Makabe. Yeah, first step. You've, you 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 heard it here first, folks. Kota Ibushi <laughs> walking away with that never strap. They probably heard it a thousand times before. <laughs> no, they didn't. They heard it here first. Here first. All right. Damn it. Got it. All right. Let's do it. All right. I I I think it's time to move on to destruction in Kobe now, which is going to take place on September twenty seventh, Sunday, and uh, let's get right into it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's steamroll through this one. Tanaka and Kamatsu versus Jay White and David Finley. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's leave it at that. Tiger Mask, Jushin Thunder Liger, and Yuji Nagata taking on Juice Robinson, Captain New Japan, and Nakanishi. Oh, my God. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Next. No, Next. Juice Robinson. Um, did you see uh, – uh, fun fact about Juice Robinson. Uh, he worked this, this uh, spot show afternoon, and then – you know, after the match during the main event, he was he was uh, dressed shorts, black shorts, the t-shirt, young boy style, ah. young boy style in it out there. I thought that was pretty odd. Um, no, I don't give a shit about this. Who? Stop. Next. And by the way, the the young boys are not to be confused with Dalton Castle's boys. <laughs> so, <laughs> go, go, going on here, uh, Mascara Dorada Taguchi. Honma Makabe versus Trent Beretta, Rocky Romero, Yoshihashi, and Tomohiro Ishii. Who gives a shit? Next. Another <laughs> random house show match out in some farming village in Japan. 
no, it's a Kobe, but it, yeah, it's basically the same thing. I mean, I don't think <laughs> just hand wave these fucking matches. I, I feel like we have to give a, give an opinion, but I really don't give a shit about these matches. Yeah, I, me neither. I honestly don't. I mean, and, and you, you know, bitch and moan all you want, guys, but if you really want a hot take of what I feel about a 10-man a tag, uh, fine. I, I can't even do it. I can't even muster the, the – I can't even fake it. It, it. It's meaningless. Meaningless. Yeah, just think. Donald Trump was supposed to be on here with us today, given these predictions. I don't know. What's Donald Trump? <laughs> I don't understand this. Why he's a, he's he a huge uh, New Japan fan. Most people don't know that. But, uh, yeah, he's, he, he's big into Shibata, and uh, that was his pick on, on the Voices of Wrestling Pick'em. Of course, he was under a pseudonym on there, but uh, yeah, he was one of the guys that picked Shibata. Are you drunk? I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you. Drunk right now? <laughs> so, next match here: Matt Seidel and Kojima and Tenzan taking on Kenny Omega, Doc Gallows, and the Machine Gun Carl Anderson. <clears throat> Thoughts? Anything? <laughs> All right. So it's Seidel. Who? <laughs> that, well, that about sums it up. Who? No, 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 no. no. Uh, there, there might be something in here. There might, there might be something we can ha- we can sink our teeth into. Okay, what do we okay, got? okay. Matt Seidel. Okay. Kojima. Okay. And Tenzan, Tenkozy. Okay. okay. Taking on Kenny Omega, uh-huh. Doc Gallows, uh-huh. and Carl Anderson. Okay. So here's the, here's the story with this. And this might change my mind in, on our first prediction. There might be a title change. There might be a tag title change. Yeah, there could be. There could be. Hmm. Not I mean, that I give a shit, but there could be a tag title change. Would, would that make the tag division any more interesting? No. No. Exactly. No. no. Um, yeah, I don't give a shit. Uh, um, I, 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 but here's what I do think. I, I think, would it be nice to see Matt Seidel get the pin on... Uh, on um, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega loses to Kushida. Matt Seidel has beat Kushida, again, in a ring, in a ring of honor ring, mind you. I'm sure word gets around. And then Matt Seidel beats Kenny Omega to further his stature for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship shot. What do you think? Yeah, I think that Matt Seidel, man, that guy is so talented, and it's a crime that, you know, he hasn't, you know, risen to that, you know, upper echelon of one of the top junior heavyweights. I I really, I'm pulling for him here. I want to see him go far in the junior heavyweight division here in New Japan. So, uh, yeah, I I, I would love to see uh, Seidel maybe have a, a one-on-one match with with Kenny Omega after this, I think that could be really good, and ultimately, um, a feud with Kushida for the uh, junior strap. Well, the way they book these shows, Colin, you're, you're not going to see that till 2017. But <laughs> oh god, I hope I stay alive. All right, but um, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Seidel getting the pinfall on Omega. Yeah, I don't think that's uh, too far fetched. So, all right, we'll go there. This next match, I, I, I'm very excited about. Shibata versus Naito, the battle of the don't give a fucks. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm excited for this one. This was, Again, it's a singles match. It's a singles match. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Colin, but I, I, I kind of feel that, that every one of these single matches we're going to be excited for. And, it's, and, and it kind of falls back to the theme of this entire podcast, this show specifically, that these single matches... They, it's it's a it's a two headed monster. It's you love it because it's important, and they and they they save these single matches for big events. 
but on the other side of the coin, it's everything else is meaningless. So I'm excited for this. This is this this is this is what we want to see, right? We want to see Shibata laying some some kicks right on Naito. Naito giving an eye roll and the you know that silly face that he has that, that <laughs> I don't give a shit face. And we want to see 15 minutes of this. So I'm, I'm all in. I'm going to give this 10. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, I'm going to give this a 10 too. Uh, and I think that it would be funny. If uh, you know Naito, when 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 he, if he comes out with the whole suit and the the Skeletor mask and the whole bit, if Shibata just immediately goes after him and just starts kicking the shit out of him before he could even take anything off, I th- I think that would be a, a nice touch here to the match. That'd be great because that'll shave at least ten minutes off the match <laughs> with Naito getting in the ring. Uh, yeah, it, it, this is going to be a good good solid great match. Two great guys. Um, when I say great guys, two two great pro wrestlers. Uh, one-on-one, giving some time, kind of extending the story out. Let's, let's do it. Let's, 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 let's make this one happen. Exciting, edge-of-the-seat kind of thing. Let's go. Let's go. So, uh, oh, God, next match here, we have a six-man tag. <laughs> See, you, you can tell that the, the tone in my yeah. voice just like... <laughs> uh, it really does. Isn't, I mean, it, I think it speaks volumes, though. It's, it really is. You're... You're you're super jacked up for these single matches, and then when you realize you got this, you know, this multi-man tag, it does it deflates you because you know, I don't have to give a shit. It doesn't fucking matter. Sakuraba, Yano, and Okada taking on Cody Hall, Tamatanga, and AJ Styles. So basically, the same match we saw the night before, just with Sakuraba and Tonga thrown in there. Yeah, yeah. Who, who um, gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what, what are we gonna see? What, what are we gonna get out of this match? It, it's it's a again a a continuation of the of the Okada AJ story. That's that's what you're getting out of it. Everything else is is filler. Um, yes, you could sit there and be like, well, what about the interaction between Sakuraba and Fauci? who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's about uh. it's about AJ and it's about Okada. Um, but everything else is throwaway, man. Everything else is throwaway. Man, I'll tell you what. It if I was happen. AJ, I, I I think I would have stayed home with the family to, uh, in, in, <laughs> yeah. until King of Pro Wrestling. Jeez. Yeah, well, he's a professional. He's gonna, he's gonna do what's asked of him. AJ's a good guy. Uh, uh, what do you what do you think? What, what do you think this is going? What you're uh, you're looking at a zero? You're looking at a, two, <laughs> a three? What do you? What's your interest? God, I I feel like I can't give it a zero just because Okada and AJ are involved. So how could I? How could I feel good about giving anything that those guys are involved in a zero? So I'm going to give this like a, a, a four. What the I hell? I was thinking four. We're on the same page, Colin. Yeah, we are. We are. You, even though we might not be on the same page musically. And, uh, it's all right. It's <laughs> that's all right. okay. I can, still be, I can still be your friend. It's all right. Yeah, yeah we, can, we, we, we can still be buddies here. <laughs> now, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm giving it a four. Yeah. Uh, if, again, Okada. Okada? Okada? Did I just say? Okada. AJ. That's the that's what we're all looking forward to. Let's continue on the story. Everything else is fodder. The next match uh, is for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Titles. We have the team of Fish and O'Reilly taking on Shelly and Kushida. And hot take here, hot take from uh, Mr. Colin. Uh, Shelly and Kushida, the time splitters, are walking away with the straps, and Kushida is going to be a double champion. Nice. Now, did you this for the second time? Um, did you feel this way before, uh, you got the news of Red Dragon not showing up 
on television at the TV tapings for Ring of Honor in San Antonio this weekend, uh, showing up without the straps, without wearing the IWGP Junior tag straps. Yeah, I kind of did before okay. be, because even before you announced that, there's been rumblings for a while now about this Fish and O'Reilly team sort of going their separate ways. So it's really not that far fetched to think that the Time Splitters are going to win here and Kushida is going to be a double champion. And uh, yeah, I, I I I really believe that that is what's going to happen. Okay, now I will throw a second bone at you. Oh, two bones. Two bones. That's a, that's a, we should have like a sounder. Pew, pew, double bone. Let's not get crazy here now, Damon. Oh, I, I've got on. a lot of work to do. Come on. <laughs> Here's a lot that you, that you have to do in the post-production. I understand. Um, Red Dragon ha- have been very, very, and I, I hate using this term, but it, it's, it is what it is, very protected when it comes to the booking in their entire run here in New Japan. Yes. They ha- they have not lost a fall in many a moon, right? Whether it be in a mixed tag, uh, a, 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 a single tag event, a, a three-way dance, what do you name it? Throw in any wacky step you want. They, they haven't lost. They, they probably have one of the highest winning percentages of anybody in New Japan, which is pretty amazing. Think about it. Yeah, with, it is. With with that said, with that said, does that impact your decision here? That Red Dragon are losing the belt. No, not really. I okay. I, I almost think that it's time for them to go their separate ways. To be honest. Wow. Really? Okay. So you're saying you think there's going to be a split up here, or do you think it's just going to be a a a, a tag drop? Tag, 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 but I can't get my sentences together. My a tag title drop. Well, I, I, okay, I think that the whole, the actual split up angle is going to be Ring of Honor exclusive, but I, I, I think that they're just going to drop the titles here. Gotcha. Okay, I'm with you. And that'll be like the first, you know, step here to this breakup. Right. So th- this is just something that needs to be done so that you know it would make more sense when they do break up in Ring of Honor, correct? Right, right. Okay, all right. I don't know if they're breaking up or not, to be honest with you. Um, I hope not. I like them as a tag team, but if they do, they do. Uh, that would make sense if they do drop the straps to help them further that along. They didn't show up with the straps in, at the TV tapings. Again, doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it's just something to note. Um, yeah, okay. Um, I'll, uh, but, yeah, but that means Kushida's holding both belts. I th- that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, Kushida is one of the most you know uh, no, beloved I'm, guys. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to Red Dragon. Red Dragon def- uh, retains. All right. All right. Red Dragon do, retains. Do you see Red Dragon kind of being like almost almost like the Briscoes in that like Kyle O'Reilly is your Jay Briscoe of this team and Bobby Fish is your Mark, you know? And there's there's still a tag team, but you know they have singles matches that sort of thing. Well, yeah. I mean, I I guess yeah. I mean that's that's uh, what they're doing now. I guess. But. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I, I don't want to like like completely bulldoze past your your question, but because I, I haven't really given that much thought. But yeah, they, I threw they, you for a loop, huh? A little bit. I'm a little off my, <laughs> my guard here. Uh, you got to you got to set me these questions up with a, you know in the before we open. I know we got to start having these pre production meetings. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, that last more of three texts and a okay. What do you want to open with? Um, yeah, sounds good, man. 
<laughs> right. TTYL. Uh, <laughs> we'll wing it. <laughs> Do it live. Um, uh. um, yeah, I mean, they. I think there's a lot of tag teams, though, that do that. And I can't name any off the top of my head, but um, I, I don't think there's really a lot of tag teams out there that are specifically just work tag team, you know? Can you think of one? No, that that, that day and age is kind of, like, past yeah. almost. It's, right. So, I, don't know, I don't know if that's sad or not, but maybe. But, yeah, I think I think both of both, – they work for me as, as a tag and as a single. So if they do wind up breaking up in Ring of Honor – uh, it's not going to break my heart. I do like them better as a tag team, but they're more than competent singles wrestlers. So if that's the storyline they're going to take, go for it. But I don't think it's going to happen here. I think uh, they uh, retain uh, on the show. All right. So we have different picks for that match. Now, uh, <laughs> is anybody writing these down? <laughs> oh, I'm sure somebody is. Come on. Moving on to the co-main event of the evening here. We have Mr. Money in the Bank, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yes, that's oh. what I'm calling it. I, I think it sounds hilarious. <laughs> Defend, defending that G1 Climax 25 title shot at the Tokyo Dome against the falling coconut himself. Bad luck, Fale. Damon, hot take here. Fale wins. <laughs> Fale wins the match, and he goes on to the Tokyo Dome and squashes Okada in, like, <laughs> 60 seconds. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Woo! Uh, no, that's not happening. Oh, come uh, on. Have some fun. I, that's fun. <laughs> that, that's that's a nightmare. That's the worst uh, booking idea ever. Oh my god! Fale uh, is not winning, kids. Let's let's make that perfectly clear. Uh, but I will say this: I think if anybody is going to have, you know, anybody's going to pull a good match out of out of Fale, it's Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to this match i'm gonna give this a solid seven right maybe even an eight whoa because i'm curious from a pure go get them best in the world see what you can do once again with Fale. i just want to see if if, if he can do it again like can he make a match be great with that hunk of shit, <laughs> right? Uh, no, no offense, Mister Fale, but you know, I I'm very curious to see Tanahashi do it again. I, I I'm 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 putting all my chips in on on Tanahashi to do it again, and you know that's 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 where you're sinking your teeth. You know that's that's the interest in this match. It's not. I don't think there's anybody. That that thinks that Fale is winning this fucking briefcase, right? I don't think there's anybody alive. That's I do. Thinking. I, I I think that. All right. <laughs> You're kidding. All right. right? I, I, yeah, of course I am. Do you think? All right. Let's do it. Let's do this. Do you think there is a sliver, a inkling, a smidge that Fale wins? Hear me out. Fale wins, then defends that against Tanahashi. At say uh, King of Pro Wrestling, you know, and Tanahashi <laughs> wins it. So it's just a little flip floppy, just a little. Uh, you take it for a month, I'll I'll take it back. Do you think that could happen? Because everybody's shitting on this match, saying, "There's no fucking way Fale's winning this." Do you think? And Fale's one of those guys that's protected, and I, I use that term again. But he's New Japan loves this clown, loves him. That might be kind of brilliant, actually. That 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 would really shock people. I don't what think do it's th gonna happen, but what 
All right. Here's what I'm going to do. What are you going to do? I can't I, I, I can't even get the words out of my mouth to say that Fale is going to beat Tanahashi for this briefcase. I can't even get the words out of my mouth. Big shocker if it happens. It would be a shock, man. I, I'm, I'm going to say Tanahashi is going to win, but I'm going to be I'm going to play both sides of the fence here and say, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Because, again, this is the same logic that they always the, – the, the things that are just like it has to happen this way, they love to flip-flop that shit and, and have people with their eyes open and – again, booking it like sports, right? Booking it like sports. Fuck, now I'm, I'm, I'm talking myself into, into Fale winning. Yeah, see? See? I'm talking myself into this. Yeah, New, New Japan is a company that likes to do sort of like, you know, uh, predictable, logical booking. So when something, you know, crazy Fuck. like this does happen, it's it's like... Fuck. I'm going. I'm going. All right. I'm you're going. you're going with Fale. All I'm right. Fale. I like it. I Fale's like it. Fale's winning the briefcase, motherfuckers. Fale's winning the briefcase. Who's he going to lose? He's not... Let, let's, let's relax. He's not defending it at uh, the Dome. He He's might. Not, uh, he might. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going that far. I'm going to say Fale wins it, but loses it before the Dome. That's that's where I'm going. Will he that's lose it to Tana, back to Tanahashi, though? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, all right, all right. I, I, I think he might lose it to Nakamura, which is going to no, lead me no, to no, my... No, 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 no. no, that, no. That's going to lead me to my biggest hot take for King of Pro Wrestling, but we're not going to get into that just yet, boys and girls. Right. Instead, let's move on to the main event here. Finally, September 27th. Destruction in Kobe. Hiroki Goto defends his IWGP Intercontinental Strap against Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, let me ask you this. I think that we're both kind of in agreement that Nakamura is walking away with the belt here. Now, if he does, does that mm, kind of... Mm, mm. Oh, okay, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. But, but if he does walk away with the belt here, would that kind of cheapen Goto's reign and just make you think like, oh, well... What was it for then? No, I don't think it cheapens it. But again, as I we talked about on the last show, Goto needs this more than Nakamura. Yeah, he does. Nakamura could lose this match, and I and again, this is another one of those instances where everybody is saying, "Hey, it's so obvious Nakamura is winning this thing," and I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Goto needs this, and I said it last week. This would be this is the third time. You know, Nakamura is going. If if this does happen this way, Nakamura would lose three times and still not lose any of his luster, not lose any of his shine. Goto, if he loses, and Nakamura wins, not that the rain meant nothing. I, I want to go so far as to say that, but I, but I still think that in and this might be through Western eyes, mind you, that he doesn't have. He's not at the same level as an Okada, Nakamura, uh, Tanahashi, even AJ. And I think he needs that if, if, if they're trying to make him one of those type of guys, right? He's, he's holding the belt. It's the most, second most important belt. Some might even argue it's the first. So he needs this win more than Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, I, we're, we're in agreement there. So I, I'm not sold on Nakamura walking away with this belt. Not sold on it at all. Um, in fact, I've, I went so far as to say that, and I'm sticking with it, that Goto defends 
successfully this belt. Nakamura does not win the Intercontinental Strap. Wow. Okay. All right. I mean, I I, I think logically that. Uh... Huh, but then again, maybe no, maybe no, because Goto does need this win a lot more than Nakamura does, and like you I said, I really feel that way. Yeah. If if Nakamura loses, you know, what's what's he gonna lose? Nothing. Nothing. Right. It's, it's not like people are gonna look at him any differently, and his, right. his and his stock is gonna drop. You know, as as you know, one of the top three guys in New Japan. So okay, all right. I I, I think that you kind of changed my mind here. I'm gonna go with Goto winning this match here and wow. i think I, and i think it's going to be a great match by the way you know these guys haven't really had a bad match no. so i th- i think i think it's going to be a very good to great match and uh my interest level is a 9 yeah i uh, i was going to go 8 i've seen this match a couple times before i might even go like seven and a half, eight. um we've seen this match a few times before we kind of know what we're getting um it's it's not a fresh match up by any stretch of the imagination mind you but uh i think i think Come when when is this show? The twenty twenty seventh Sunday. Okay, so come that come that morning. I think your 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 social media timelines are going to be loaded up with fans. Little little, little upset that, that Shinsuke is uh, not holding that strap. That's just my fun prediction. Why would they be upset though that he's not Intercontinental Champion? That that, that, I mean, that kind of doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't, but people are maniacs and they get upset over finishes and people winning and losing and I, I don't get it. Like I don't, I don't know. Let me take that back. I I do get that. I I get that to a certain degree, but there are people that whose enjoyment of the of of they have to see their guy win, right? They have to see their guy win. Um, and they shit on a product if they don't see their guy win. And trust me, there are more Shinsuke Nakamura fans than there are Hiroki Goto fans. And there are more people right now out there that are saying to themselves, well, Nakamura is fucking winning this because he's the top guy, and he should be the top guy. In fact, he should have every single strap and half of the tag strap, and he should march into <laughs> you know, NXT and, and kick... I don't even know who their champ is right now. Who is, who's the NXT uh, champ? Finn Balor? Is it Valor? Okay, go in and kick Finn Balor's ass and take that belt, and and it should go into you know Ring of Honor, and yeah, there's people out there that are like that. So, uh, so 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 Nakamura should be the Never Champion, the IC Champion, the IWGP Heavyweight, both tag Noah, champions. He should go to Noah. Yeah, yeah, he should beat that. Suzuki. Yeah, he should go to Stardom and kick the shit out of some women. <laughs> he should, he should, everything. He should take out every just belt there is in wrestling. Dominate. Yeah, just take everything. He should be just Superman. Everyone. Yeah, he's gonna bring back the WWE hardcore belt. He's gonna win that. <laughs> that. He's going to win in the Crockett Cup himself. Oh my God! There, 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 there could be some hilarious scenarios with him yeah. defending that belt yeah, like twenty four seven. Yeah, let me tell you something. He's gonna, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna win the bunkhouse stampede. He's gonna fucking do everything. <laughs> <laughs> he should win everything. He's gonna be the fucking. Uh, oh, what, 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 what did they call the winner of? Um, oh, that. Come on. Uh, war, war games. He's going to be the war oh, games yeah, winner. Single handedly. Yeah. He's coming in. He's destroying the horseman. He's breaking JJ Dillon's shoulder. He's fucking everything. <laughs> he's going to super kick Marty Jannetty through the barbershop window. <laughs> right. He's going to do a barbershop, you know, or whatever it was. The, uh, the, it's the barbershop, right? Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. He's going to do that. You know, he's going to actually do the barbershop. You didn't know that? <laughs> no. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to do the barbershop and then he's going to super kick. Marty Jannetty, and yeah. then last but not least, he's going to rip the Hulk Hogan's cross off at, at the <laughs> funeral parlor. Right, and then in broken English, he's going to say, "You're bleeding, man." <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. We, we did uh, every wrestling scenario in the history of 
He's going to get hit with a coconut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is uh, your destruction card there for both nights. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. I don't know if I don't know if I'm more excited or less excited for both of these shows next week. <laughs> I'm but no, more excited. Yeah. I hope everybody's juiced up for it because I, I'm 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 excited for it. I think it's going to be good. There's some good quality stuff that's going to be there. Is there some filler? Yep. But um, you know, hopefully this got you a little juiced up for it. Yeah, and this will all be leading to, of course, uh, King of Pro Wrestling in October, which is the last big uh, show before the Tokyo Dome of the year, which we're, we're going to see Styles versus Okada. But uh, we're not going to be talking about that until uh, much later on. So why don't we, right now, uh, to, to, to sort of wrap things up, talk about some of these Korakuen Hall attendance figures. Because Big Dave, the man, Dave Meltzer, has been... Uh, saying for a while now that they're kind of troubling. And, and while we're looking at them, you know, it, it, it kind of started out at the, beginning, at the beginning of the year. It started out pretty strong because what is the uh, capacity for Korakuen? I think it's like 2,000, what is it? Well, they, they always had a work number. So they would include, and this is until very recently, in, in, in the past couple of months, they would, it would be that magic number would always be uh, 2,015. So, okay. so that would be 2015. Super no vacancy when they're pushing people in and, and shoehorning people in. You might see like a 21, 22 number for really super duper, super no vacancy shows. But yeah, the, that magic number was always 2015, but it was a work number, Colin. It was right. That number included, it really just counted asses and seats <laughs> um, as opposed to people who bought tickets. You know, they could have gotten tickets. By by any stretch, right? So who knows how much of that was actually sold, and how much of that were were giveaways? But yeah, 2015 was always that magic number. Yeah. So, Fantastic Mania, the big you know CMLLL uh, double show that had an attendance of 1950, which is close to sold out. It's close, but and and it's it, the thing about it is, Colin, is that you know when you when you don't in a building like that, it's it's somewhat easy like 100 seats is a big difference right right 100 seats is, is a big difference it's a small building and um that that percentage that sway so to speak is a little bit more important right so those fantastic mania shows um 1915 this year um and then before that uh the 5th of, of january was uh 19 1995 they they reported so okay 1995 maybe five person difference who gives a shit right okay continue with your point i'm sorry Fe- february 1st show we we had a sol- we had a sellout of uh 2015 march 8th another and that was the new japan cup a sellout of 2015 and it kind of goes on like that until the i think the drop-off point here where we, we kind of see the uh, attendance start to decline here was best of the super juniors and they always do so so the, this as weird as it sounds the Super Juniors is not a big deal, right? It's, it does it, sound until, weird to say that. It does, but n- not until you get to the finals. So the the those first couple rounds of, the, of Best of the Super Junior, nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Um, so, yeah, they, they struggle to sell out. And traditionally, they are lower-attended shows throughout the year. So what was it? The, it was uh, 
one, one June fifth, one May, or was it May thirtieth and the twenty second? Yeah, May thirtieth right? and the twenty second. Yeah, the twenty second one was fifteen eighty. Then uh, the May thirtieth, seventeen oh two, and I don't have the attendance for the the June show. Here's why I may not have written it down. Yeah, but, but it was it, but um, but it was in that range, I'm sure. Yeah, but the point is, we kind of that's where we start to see the drop off. Then like. Uh, June twenty eighth, we had, we had an attendance of seventeen twenty five. Then it goes down. Uh, July third, attendance sixteen eighty six. September fourth, which was you know the start of the road to destruction, fifteen seventy seven, and the nine eleven show had an attendance of fifteen eighty seven. Well, again, here's part of that. One, these numbers, you know, somewhere in that June and. Ju- you know, June, July area is when New Japan's made a j- business decision to say, okay, we're just going to announce the number of tickets sold, right? So there could have been that magic, you know, 2015 number in the building, mind you, but they're only counting tickets sold, right? So that 1587 number for the, the September 11th show and that 1577 number for that September 4th show, a little misleading, Right, because because they're just reporting the tickets that were sold and not necessarily the people that were in the building that they were before. My right. point being is that you know that show in 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 February, mind you, you know that was you know 2015 attendance, 2015 could have very easily have been you know 15,000 paid and the rest were comps, right? Very easily. It's not. It, the, the thing that kind of had me scratching my head was, you know, Dave was was talking about how this there were telltale signs for for months, and, and I'm quoting from the Observer. As noted for months, as noted for months, there's an edge off New Japan, and Cork and Hall is where you really see it. Last year, most of the Cork and Hall shows sold out well in advance. Okay, so if Cork and Hall is this temperature gauge, right? If 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 Cork and Hall is this, first of all, for months, I, I don't I don't see where that's the case. To be quite frank, I don't. Months to me means more than two, probably four or five, right? Right. Well, we just went over the numbers. You know, some of them again could be fudged because of you know the way that New Japan reported them. But you know, March. You know, not including New Japan Cup, guys. I'm not including New Japan Cup. So February 2015, not, not the year, the attendance, 2015. Uh, March was New Japan Cup, so we're not going to count that. Uh, April 2015. Uh, the, the April, or, yeah, is it April? A 2nd, right. And then the 17th was 1910, right? Right. Um, then the Super J Cup, or the uh, Best of the Super Juniors, mind you. Was, I wish was, it was the Super J Cup. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, and then 1700 for the June. So my point being is this. If I go back to 2014, there are a lot of worked numbers, I'm sure, right? A lot of uh, you know comp numbers included. But just, just to scratch the surface here, right? July 4th, 2014 was 1940. That was the announced attendance. That's when New Japan was doing the, still doing the the you know 2015 number, right? right? The work number. So even then they said 1940 is the number, and that was on the fourth of of 2014. Super Juniors did even worse than than they did the year this year, right? 16 
1680. Uh, April show, headlined by Abushi and Nick Jackson for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title, Bullet Club versus Gato and Okada. That did 1634, right? So it's this is not something that's necessarily new. My point being is that this is ebbs and flows. And it all comes down to this entire podcast theme should be if you book something people will be interested in, they will come. If you build it, they will come. If you build it, they will come. These past shows on paper sucked, right? Do you know how many – Cork and Hall, who is – it's supposed to be this mecca, right? It's supposed to be the the – the 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 be all to end all of all Japanese pro wrestling and and pro wrestling as a whole. You know how many goddamn fucking tag matches these these this show this building has seen in the past two years? A lot. Holy <laughs> shit, dude! If I went through here, I mean the fourth show in September of this year, Rapungi Vice Nakamura versus Goto Dorada and Taguchi, Tenkoji Tanahashi and Kushida versus Bullet Club, and I'm just doing random fucking shows here. The 17th of April. Goto Takahashi or Tanahashi Shibata Abushi and Makabe versus Nakamura Ishi Yano Yoshihashi and Sakuraba. They followed that back up. So so April seventeenth, June twenty eighth of this year. Rapungi Vice, Nakamura Ishi Yano Hash, Yoshihashi and Sakuraba again. again oh, I'm sorry, I take that back. Nakamura Ishi Yano Yoshihashi and Sakuraba against Makabe. Hanma, Goto, Tanahashi, and Shibata. That was June 28th of this year. That's the same fucking show. <laughs> yeah. April 17th was Goto, Tanahashi, Shibata, Ibushi, Makabe against Nakamura, Ishii, Yano, Yoshihashi, Sakuraba. It's the same fucking show. As you're reading some of these tag matches off to me, I, I almost need like an aspirin. Like yes. it, they're, they're they're kind of giving me a headache just thinking about these tag matches that we've seen time and time again and like who who's gonna do, do you really think people are gonna be coming out of the woodwork to uh, see these matches? February. Oh my god. I mean, all right, so let's do um um. Jesus. Let's do uh <laughs> yeah well, fe- okay let's do February. Makabe and Nagata versus Nakamura and Ishi, Goto Tanahashi and Shibata against the Bullet Club. The first, this is back, you know, this is right after the Dome. Yep. Bullet Club versus Goto, Tanahashi, Shibata, and Naito. I could go back to 2014, kids, and I could give you the same fucking bullshit, right? Yeah. On the, on the, on the, on September 5th, Chaos, the whole goddamn stable, <laughs> against the whole goddamn Bullet Club and a 10-man elimination tag match. Oh, my God. You know who did? You know what shows did well in 2014? What? Takahashi versus Ishii. That was the never title change, right? Yeah. Hey. And again, I'm not counting the G1 shows, right? You know what else did well? I mean, it was a New Japan Cup, so I, I, let's not let's not count that one. Uh, you know, it's it's my point being is this, guys. There's only if we're talking about Cork and Hall. There's only so many times you can go to the dance with these fucking mixed tags. We talk about it both sides of the coin, the two-headed monster. Singles matches being important and being relevant and being and getting you juiced up for them, I, I'm all for. But on the flip side, you have to, if you're worried about Cork and Hall being 
the, the be-all to end-all in judging popularity. You're killing fucking Cork and Hall is what I'm trying to say, right? With these tag You're killing your father, Larry. It's enough is enough. Give, give them, give them, if, if I lived in Tokyo, if I lived in Tokyo, I, I wouldn't be paying for these fucking shit shows. God, These no. are shit shows that the company is basically saying, you know what? You don't have to worry about them because <laughs> they're meaningless, right? What, what's if your I, solution, I, though? What, 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 what's your solution? Tell me that. one single match per Corkin event. I think that's one. fair. Give me one that I can sink my teeth into. Like, like, main event style. Main event style. Don't, don't give me, you know, don't give me, uh, you know, Dorada versus whomever, you know. Takahashi give, versus Honma. Give, break up these tags and give us something. These matches that I'm reading off, guys, these are headlining the show. These are headlining the show. Give us something. And Dave, again, pushing the panic button on, on, on these, these shows where he said, well, I saw people, he wrote, you know, that he saw some empty seats. I, you can't. Who knows? Those buildings are fucking hot, Dave. I'm not going to lie. Right? You've been in them. The buildings are not the most comfortable to be in in the middle of the goddamn summer humid weather. Shit. Yeah, Meltzer right? makes you, like, want to... It go into full on panic mode. The way the way the way that he talks about some of these shows, and like even even that nine eleven show that we thought was very good. Did you hear how he was talking about that? He was yeah, like, like he was I mean, like, he, eh, this was I mean, this was yeah, a show. Uh, he hand waved it. I, I and that's fine. He's seen so much wrestling in his day. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bury him for but that. Come on, compared to some of these other road two shows, th- that was like a pay per view. <laughs> come <laughs> I mean, on. I, I don't know if I would go that far, but it was it was good. It was solid, and it was a surprise. Yeah. Look, all I'm saying is this: maybe I'm making a, a big deal out of nothing. It would just. If if again if Cork and Hall is is the measuring stick for the for the popularity of this promotion, uh, you you can't. New Japan has got to realize that the overuse of these mixed tags is making it very difficult to not only Westernize, but Japanese fans as well. I'm sure of seeing the same thing year after year after year. It's mind-boggling that people would actually pay a ticket for some of these fucking lineups. Amazing to me. It's there's give us give us something, you know. Give us a never title defense. Give us a, a, a junior title defense. Give us something that means something because it's hard for people to 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 take these shows seriously and to watch them and to come out and to go to these shows. You know, not for nothing. A lot of the people that, that I didn't talk to a million people, guys, when I was there. I'm not the most social human being in the world, and the language barrier being tough as well. There were a lot of people that didn't live in Tokyo that came to Cork and Hall shows. And they didn't live in Tokyo. They they trained in, or they they bust in, or they used public transportation to get in. There were there were more than a handful, right? And, th- and again, maybe this is a bad example. This, these were G1 shows the last time, but even the, the, the time before, even for a DDT show, there were people coming in. So it's it's not like people live right around the corner and they're just not showing up. My point being is this. Give us, give us something here. These, these shows are a struggle to get through. We all know it. All we're asking for is just give us a little something on top that we can, get, that we can, that we can keep watching them and, and, and care. 
Yeah, put put the the junior tag titles on the line. Like, yeah, come on. Fine. Yeah, yes, right. You mean to tell me you can't put the fucking junior tag titles <laughs> on the line? Come on, give us just give us something. I'm sorry, this has been a long rant. I feel like I've been talking a lot, but I, I hope my point has been made clear. I thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. So so just just to wrap this up in a neat little ball. Uh, what Damon's saying here is if you just put one singles match, one title defense on these shows, it, it, it will make them considerably more interesting than the same mind-numbing tag matches that we've been seeing for years and years and years now. There you go. Right. And there's only there's only so many times you can go to the well with that. You know, There's only so many times you can go with the well with that. For, for, I think for their own good that they, they should rethink some of the strategy of just – Multi-man tag, multi-man tag, multi-man tag. Just give some, give us a reason to care. Give, that's really it. Give us a reason to care about these shows. Well, Damon, on that note, I think that it's time for us to wrap up this edition of the New Japan PuroCast, which, by the way, is the second show that we've done on the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. And I just want to thank everyone who has given us a, a, a pretty warm welcome to the family thus far. How about it, right? I'm shocked. <laughs> I am shocked. <laughs> yeah, pleasantly surprised. At, at how many people have uh, took the time to you know send a tweet to the Voices of Wrestling team, to, to our uh, at PureCast. Um, it's, it's awesome. So, uh, you know, we hope to continue the, the streak. I'm sure there's going to be people that listen right now that are hand waving us and thinking this guy's a fucking maniac. Colin's a, a, a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Um, I know, uh, but I know I get the hand wave. Um, uh, you know, we're not for everybody. That's for sure. We're not experts, but, uh, I think that we bring something a little bit to the table that, um, you know, if you, if you have the, the main feed for voices of wrestling, uh, podcasts on your mobile device or your computer and um, you're listening along. I think we, we bring something a little extra to the table. So thank you. Um, keep up the kind words. Send all complaints to Colin. I'm not going to read them because I don't go on social media all that often. Um, so yeah, um, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at PuroCast, where you can uh, send us all of your comments. And uh, if you subscribe to us directly on iTunes at New Japan PuroCast, you will get the episodes first before anyone else does. Of course, you can also listen to us on VoicesOfWrestling.com. And we're going to be back here same time next week to uh, review both of these Destruction shows. So... For Damon McDonald, I am Colin Miller. We shall see you guys down the road. Farmers Insurance knows the difference between a car hitting your bumper and a clown car hitting your bumper. Sorry about that. Because we covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.